Test, test, test. All right, we're recording. All right. Base News Base Network. News Network. Yeah, Base... we had to say it together this time because <sighs> we it's didn't... never happened before. It's never happened before. Welcome to Base News Network. <laughs> oh no. We've got it. We've got good news today. Well, we got. We don't actually have any good news. We have. We have interesting news today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Some juicy, juicy gossip. Some. Some little personal anecdotes, some horrible tragedies. Um, I think that's pretty much the news every single week. That's but true. That's, that's why we're addicted to the news, because we are people who like routine, and the news is the same every week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a little, little thing. Every time. I guess we should probably get started with the, the scoop we've picked up on John Mayer. This is OG... OG as an original news straight from Base News Network. You're not mm-hmm. going to hear it from any other outlet. Breaking. And it's the breaking news. The biggest news of the week is about John Mayer. Take yep. it away, Sophie. Tell them what happened with John Mayer. Okay, so I was looking through my notifications and I see that John Mayer followed me on Instagram. And at first I was like, no like no this can't be real like and i checked it's him and like 5.9 million followers or whatever like john mayer for sure john mayer um and just this like wave of confusion hit me i was like what the actual heck is happening because like why would what interest does john mayer have in an account like mine you know what i mean like it was just shocking like he doesn't seem like the type to be looking at my kind of memes, you know? So I was just really taken aback. I mean, of course I felt fo- followed back, you know, you gotta. <laughs> That's so cool that you followed him back. I know I, it, that is insane. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's definitely weird. I will say though, you know, because he only follows like, like less than 2000 people and I'm guessing it's him, you know, I don't see why it would be some fake intern. Oh, no, maybe, it's maybe, him. It's, I mean, yeah, oh, it's, oh, I see what you mean. Um, yeah. I don't, I mean, maybe. Um, I was maybe, like just I don't know. racking my brain trying to think why, why. And then I, you know, I looked in his following and he's, he's following Kiernan Shipka. And I thought maybe Kiernan Shipka told, told him about me. And then he followed That me. is, whatever the reason is, that's pretty nuts. Uh, he's very fit. You know, the thing is, he's like, okay, so first off, he's, there's, there's a, there is a slight chance, probably very small, but there's a slight chance he listens to this podcast because, um, <laughs> he's going to see us post the thingy saying that we uploaded a new episode and he's following you and he maybe be, we'll have, he might be a guest. Maybe he we'll, yeah, we'll, maybe, maybe we'll call the, t- maybe we'll tie this title of this episode, like John Mayer. I know you see this, please listen. If you're listen. seeing this, please DM me now. Yeah, so I yeah, so anyways, because he's listening, we should probably be nice. Respectful. Okay, I'm <laughs> going to be honest. Um I've never listened to a John Mayer song in my life. And as a music critic, I also was like, "Oh crap, I should probably listen to John Mayer because I really like I, I it's just a name I know. I don't know what it is." Exactly, music same. Like. And I know he's super famous. That's it. that's exactly. kind of Exactly. I know he's a super famous guy, white guy with a guitar. Yeah. I mean, um, I listen. I listen to his music. I'm sure you did too. After he followed you, and maybe uh, not. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really recognize any. The only song I recognized by him was like "Waiting, Waiting, Waiting <laughs> on the World to Change." Oh wait, that's was, him. Yeah, 
Oh, okay. So yeah. that's the kind of music he makes. Yeah, it's like soft pop rock. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sorry, pulse- but that's like the worst kind of music in my opinion. Like, yeah. I don't like it. Personally. Yeah, no, as as a punk revolutionary, I don't like the genre, but I do like the philosophy of wanting on the world to change. That's kind of like a exactly. punk revolution song. That's true, you know? that's true. You should make a punk cover of it. Yeah. So, awesome. John Mayer, John Mayer, if you're listening, I am a punk. I am <laughs> Joan of Arca's boyfriend, and mm-hmm. if you da- if you dare send any sort of DMs, sexting <laughs> oh or otherwise, <laughs> You are going to have an entire punk revolution on your ass, and you will regret the single day you ever <laughs> tried to do a thing. <laughs> wow, thank you. You're that welcome. Was, that was really romantic of you, honestly. Yeah, Very I mean, John, there's a good ch- I mean, think about it. John Mayer could be listening to this podcast. What could we say to him right now? We could say anything. John, John Mayer. Johnny. John Mayer. Donate John, to our- John Mayer. Donate to our funds. We don't we don't have a Patreon right now, but John donate, Mayer, donate. Give me some Venmo because we will put it towards a, a noble goal. You know. So I I'd say this is epic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. yeah no. I mean, it's it's not a bad thing. Like to get. Do you feel do you feel a little uncomfortable? Following? You feel a little uncomfortable, like not just because he's famous, but literally just like because he's like a like a grown man mm. following you. Like, is well, there any sort of? Not particularly, and the reason I, I think that is because I don't think people know me for how I look that much. Like, there's some people, I do post my face every every now and then, like, probably once a week I'll have something on my story, or, like, I mean, the podcast, sometimes I put, like, my face on there. I'm trying to, like, incorporate my, my face a little bit more into the account so that I'm a little bit more, like, human, and, like... Um, Sophie's a Sophie's a, a an awesome... An epic person, so thank I, you. I, thank I you. endorse I endorse putting your face, and you got and you, you're very pretty. Thank you. But before um, I derail the conversation, I will mm. say a little little thingy though. Sophie has been recognized in public before, so it's not like her face is never in there. But I do agree, it's probably not. It's probably not like a creepy thing. I don't think it is. I think it's unfair to assume it is. I mean, it could I be. Mean, who knows? Yeah, I that actually never crossed my mind. It was just. It was more. It was more like, why is this kind of yeah. person following a ship post account, particularly like a kind of like a ship post account that's very like inspired by like. LGBTQ stuff, Tumblr, Stan Twitter, irony. and Reddit, irony, anti-humor. Well, he probably um, knows who Arca is. You think? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah, Arca. Maybe. I mean, he doesn't follow. I don't think he follows Arca. I, let me look oh. at his following again. He was following the depths depths of Wikipedia, which is a mutual of mine. Um, so maybe maybe she told me. I, I told him about me. I doubt it though, because um, she's a mutual, but we haven't talked a ton. Um, we have, but not that much. Um. <laughs> But you okay, should he's following. Him. He's following Taylor Lorenz. Maybe Taylor posted something of mine. That's actually probably more likely. That's probably more likely. Is like Taylor. Hey okay. Taylor, if you're listening, um, posted a meme on her story or something. Is something I did, and he saw and followed me. But like, why still though? It's like really, I I don't know. Like, it's very hard for me to believe that a guy like him, who seems not generic, but sort of like. He's, he's very, a normie. He's an he's very simple. He's not like he's just, yeah. part of the culture that I um post content about. Um it just doesn't sound it doesn't seem likely. It's a, it's just a very unusual follow, you know? Sophie, I think we should exploit this 
by <laughs> a cha- changing our Instagrams to be a lot more like John Mayer core. Just like I should just start posting John Mayer memes. They'll start po- like start unfollow me or something. Yeah. We'll we'll say we'll say like the new punk revolution anthem is waiting on the world to change. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god. Just completely like let's look look let's like just tailor and then hope tailor our content for him and then we'll DM him. Mm-hmm. And then from there we'll have him on as a guest. Mm-hmm. <sighs> actually I actually don't actually have anywhere to go with this. It's not worth it. I mean, I think it'd be cool to have him as a guest. It'd just be really like like a it's kind of shameful situation really it's shame- because we it's were shameful. being criti- criticizing him no not because we we're criticizing him but because oh. we literally don't even know what the frick his music is oh you're right you're right you know like literally it like wrong. it would be wrong it's like john mayer is like extremely extremely famous and then we get him on our podcast like two people who love music that don't even know who his music is it's just insulting to the universe Yeah, you're right you're right but it's still just like what a what a development in my my yeah. situation um i there was a follower i had that like i couldn't believe oh well the, okay the first time i was completely shocked was and this was the first time this ever happened is when courtney love uh like reposted one of my memes and shouted me out that was like blew my mind also at the time i had less than ten thousand followers um i was shocked i i seriously like Someone like, like, first of all, like a celebrity literally just endorsed me on their Instagram with millions of followers. And second of all, um, it's Courtney Love, like whole, like, you know, Nirvana, the the thingies, you know, it was it's just like the most like I just so unexpected. Right. I, I would maybe like I would imagine Arca would like notice me before for um before Courtney Love but it took like months and months for Arca to know who I was and follow me um so to that was really shocking but I think this is even more shocking for sure is is the the John Mayer follow I just I don't even know and now that you say like saying that it could be creepy but you don't think it is which I don't think it is either because I don't really I'm not known for my face that much like I'm not an account that like posts selfies every post you know um it's a meme page um my mom i told my mom this and she was like that she was like ew that's kind of creepy that he's following you i'm like damn i didn't that did not occur to me but i don't know uh i mean yeah i I don't think it is creepy but if you listen to his music all of his songs are like very like strumming the acoustic guitar romantically kind of cringe you know cringe romance kind of stuff i think i think my boyfriend's punk music is more romantic exactly exactly so john mayer have already have uh, hey john mayer already have a punk boyfriend so if you're listening john yeah you have been warned (laughs) and we can bring you down just like we've brought down the queen and so many others. But also, our... thank you for following me. I guess. And also, That's thank you for funny. following. And yeah. follow. And could you? And follow me too, because. Yeah, follow my boyfriend. Thank you. <laughs> that would be epic. Thank you. Uh, prove prove you're not a creep by following <laughs> her boyfriend and showing exactly. your 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 interest in friendship. What if What if John Mayer's next album is like Trapezoids? Oh my <laughs> like god! The, the Trapezoid album. Oh my god! That sounds like a Weezer, like like Weezer like the hmm. well that's make it, okay never mind it does sound like weezer my mo- my uh, brain just did a thingy because i thought of pink yeah. triangle and oh, which pink is trapezoid yeah pink trap is oh my god that's such a good meme i'm gonna make that 
Hang trapezoid. And that's what that's what our relationship was. It literally was because it was like a weird version of a pink triangle. Yeah, exactly. Because people listening, if you don't know, uh, blah, blah, blah. I, I, used, I thought I was a lesbian, but then, yeah, then now I'm bisexual because, yeah, I realized I was bisexual. So, yeah. All right. So, John Mayer, <laughs> you're, you, are on, uh, you are on our list of people we are watching closely to take down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that, let's move on to a slightly less serious topic. Which is the death of Masa You cannot Bini. say that. This is. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's I'm okay. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. That it's, was. It's, I, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's like how how do you even introduce a topic like this? It's just really sad. Like, it horrible. Yeah, we've both Sophie and I did get DMs asking us to cover this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, we're 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 absolutely happy to because it is a. News. It is it is pretty dramatic news and how is this going to play out? I don't know, could be something that a month from now people move on because that does happen frankly or it could be something that l- leads to a whole freaking revolution in the country awesome. of Iran. Yes. So, just bringing it back a bit. So, Masa Amini was a 22-year-old Iranian woman who was arrested in Iran because she was not wearing her hijab properly. It was too loose. It was on too loosely. And there's like a there's actually like a what people call the, a morality morality police in Iran mm. that enforced these uh very socially conservative conservative uh Muslim traditions including the 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 requirement of wearing a hijab which that already is pretty awful to be forced to wear a hijab. I, you know, obviously mm-hmm. lots of women who are Muslim like to wear a hijab, but it's nice. You know, they should have the choice to not exactly. if they don't want to. Um, and hers was on too loose. So it's not like she was like, you know, whatever yeah. that means. I don't even it know what that means. It, it, she wasn't even, it, it, I, as far as I know, it wasn't a deliberate, like, protest, right? That she was wearing it too loose. It just was too loose, right? Exactly. Yep. That's just so really was, terrible. Like, that probably was not her intention and even so it's just like oh my god like i understand that it's tradition and like a lot of like you said a lot of women want to wear a hijab and and like value it and that's that's great but i don't know just such a young woman and like for her not to have that freedom is really sad Exactly. So she was arrested. And this is a crime in Iran that if you're not wearing your hijab right, you can go to jail for like a few days, a week. Uh, so she was arrested. And while in custody, she died. And the police said she died from a heart attack or something like that. But there were witnesses what? who said that she was severely beaten oh and was God. beaten and was and was beaten to death. And so... Oh, my God. Um, and that's basically what, you know, her medical scans and stuff show. It's like, okay, she, she was, she was be- oh you know, God. she was beaten to death. So it's a very extreme, extreme form of just violent misogyny, both yeah. with the, 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 the legal system enforcing this, these laws that have been on the books since, like, the 70s, forcing women in Iran to wear hijabs, and then literally paying with their life uh, because it's on a little bit too loose, and this is a 22-year-old girl, 22-year-old woman. Uh, I mean, essentially, and, you know, she's very young. Like, that's very young in the scheme of things. Yeah. Like, that's just yeah. horrible. Yeah, um, it's, I, 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 I don't exactly know too much about 
the ins and outs of like the enforcement of these laws in Iran. I'm 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 assuming probably in more like wealthy, somewhat like progressive cities, they're like probably not as aggressively as enforced. I don't know, that's a speculation, but what we do know is that her death was obviously condemned internationally. A bunch of governments, the United States government, uh, and many others um, condemned this, imposed sanctions on the morality police, um, and there's now massive, massive protests in Iran. And of course, Iran is not a democracy. They... Uh, this hijab law, by the way, I was looking at like polls. Like, is this something that like the majority of Iran is into? It seems like the, like seventy percent plus of Iranians would don't like these laws. They want it to be a choice if a woman can wear a hijab. So, really, not anything democratic whatsoever about this. Mass protests begin. There's been, I think, fifty protesters now killed um, by the Iranian police, and Iran is responding to this by uh, restricting. Instagram restricting a bunch of various mm. websites to try to through which they can people. like organize protests and such. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a or it's spread a classic news case. and stuff. Yeah, it's a classic case of everyone in your country is just extremely pissed off at you, and as a government, you have a choice to either you know be flexible, change, try to adjust yourself to to fit the will of the people, or you can try to sh- or you can try to do it the old fashioned way of just using violence to. To force people to shut up, force people to stop mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. it, and, and kill people and throw people in jail, who are protesting. And even though Iran is the Iranian government is working very hard to keep videos and news about these protests restricted from leaving the country, you can find on Twitter some incredible, very remarkable videos of um, protesters basically overwhelming the police making the police like run run away for their life because they're completely outnumbered i don't see how any human being yeah um question um are these protesters majority female or are they mostly men or what's like the demographic i don't know let me see if i okay here we go I'm, i'm i'm looking this up right now i don't know i don't have any numbers on me right now but I would imagine that's the case. I could. I. I would mostly imagine. Female? I. I. Yeah. I would imagine that most of these the protests are mostly. Some, I'm gonna look at some photos from this protest. I want to see. Yeah, it's very. It it's very like. satisfying. It yeah. does remind me. It does remind me a little bit, actually, a bit of like the the George Floyd protests yeah. in the United States, where if you were following that, it was obviously a horrendous situation with george floyd and then there was a lot of very disturbing police brutality that followed against the protesters but then every once in a while you would see a really satisfying video of the protesters overwhelming the police and i mean i'd say it's like probably you know more so satisfying in iran this is a very very uh you know disturbing situation killing dozens of protesters okay i'm looking at the the photos and it looks like pretty mixed like there's men and women which is really nice to see actually um like that solidarity is really great um it's it's horrible and did uh, like did so some protesters were killed in in the the protests yeah i read that i read i read like 50 people have been killed so far oh my god that's a lot (laughs) but Um, i want 
Yeah. And also, so like, another... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just... I heard, like, another woman was shot for not wearing her hijab. Um who was like 20 or something. Um, I could be wrong. Um, I was just reading an article about the the protests and like maybe it was just a related in- incident like used to, you know, compare and, you know, bring context to the story. I don't know, but it's like, wow. So I think a lot of people are obviously very disturbed by this, this woman being killed in custody for not wearing her hijab properly. Um, and are probably very excited by these protests at the prospect of there being like a revolution of some sort in Iran, a much needed revolution, frankly. Um, but I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but this story, even though there's people who asked us to cover it, even though it's getting a lot of excitement, it frankly is something that's not unusual. This is something that actually only a couple years ago there were a lot of protests in Iran uh, that were very aggressive because of uh, a rise in fuel prices, a very significant rise in fuel prices that had you know massive, massive protests, hundreds of protesters killed by the government. And usually what happens is, it's really sad to say, usually the government does succeed in repressing the protesters. And likewise, three years ago as well, they were censoring the internet, trying to make sure people didn't know about these protests. And I think a lot of people don't don't even know about these protests in Iran that happened three years ago. So I'm not saying that the protests aren't super inspirational. They definitely are. I'm not saying that, you know, this isn't going to go anywhere. This isn't going to lead to long-term change. I think it, it will eventually. But I am saying for those of you who maybe are younger and are kind of following this news and haven't been following the region very closely, I would keep your expectations kind of, you know, Keep trying to keep it realistic. Sadly, I don't think, sadly. yeah, sadly, I think this is going to be something that happens probably again and again. And I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is yeah. going to be, maybe this is going to be something that really tips the, you know, tips the scale. Um, It's interesting that you say that too, Um, because I'm thinking I'd, I'm reminded of like last semester, I was in a class about mobile communication. Um, So not very naturally, we spoke a lot about like, how social media and like mobile communication mediums are used to organize protests and like political change. And we did talk a lot, we talked a lot about Hong Kong and um, we talked a lot about uh, Taiwan and we talked about um, the Arab Spring and like all that stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm getting big Arab, Arab Spring vibes from this. Yeah, exactly. And um, though what I got from it and what, my you know the conclusion that my professor kind of came to was that like um it's very very difficult to sustain um this sort of outrage and like desire to like protest if that makes sense like like people start protesting and they go really hard and they feel extremely passionate about it but like over time, it's just, it gets increasingly difficult to, like, motivate people to protest. Um, things feel increasingly bleak. And, um, you know, organizing a protest is one thing. Getting a ton of people to come is one thing. But, like, actually, like, deriving change from said protest is, and, like, coming up with a plan and, like, actually coming up with policy is another battle that, like, a lot of people aren't, like, qualified or, like, prepared to do. 
Um, so that I, I can see something similar happening with this where it's like, yes, there will be like a passionate, you know, couple weeks or maybe months or month or two where where people go super super hard and then it sort of it sort of dives down dies down and a lot of people forget about it the international community sort of forgets about it which is really sad and now that I'm saying it out loud and honestly like a similar thing happened with George Floyd it seems too and like Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter and people like yeah. become very passionate about these things and then they they move on yeah it does seem that way um so We'll keep an eye on this. Um, It does seem like the president of Iran, um, Ibrahim Raisi, did uh, express regret over Amini's death. So it does seem like the government is trying to find that middle ground of, you know, repressing the news about it, but also trying to express that there is like, yeah, something is a little fishy. Maybe not fishy. Something. This is like a sad situation. They're probably not going to blame the police, but... Um, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's something, I guess, that it's, it's, it, 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 it remind it, it reminds me a lot of a lot of other things we've seen around the world and fingers crossed, you know, I, I, I'm, I, uh, wish for the best. I, you know, I, I think, um, the United States government obviously should, and I think they've learned this the hard way, kind of just, you know, even though the United States government has a ton of, conflict with the Iranian government should probably just stand to the side and not try to like, you know, get the CIA involved to try to tip the protests into like an actual full-blown revolution. Oh god, um, and then like implant a puppet leader. And yeah. Then like Yeah. The next thing you know, there's like Walmarts everywhere. Yeah, so uh it's exactly. That's that's the goal. That's that's the goal. Um Can can God just make things epic for us, please? I know. I know, but we're, we'll keep our we'll keep our eye on this news story and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if, if there are any like significant developments, developments, I'm sure we you know we'll cover them. Yeah, um, but so. I mean it's exciting. I mean it's exciting though the the protests yeah. are exciting. It's good to know like fundamentally that the the this hor- this horrific death is not like the consensus of the Iranian people because if this yeah, happened or completely Iranian... in vain too I mean yeah exactly, not that she should yeah. she she shouldn't be a martyr like that's obviously tragic and horrible and disturbing and sad but like at least you know hopefully some good can come out of it for for other people yeah I think so I think so um so always always an interesting um yeah interesting when we see these Big protest, but yeah, it's deja vu. So, mm-hmm. moving on to a other thingy, a little spicy that's story, a little spicy story to to kind of lighten the lighten mood, the mood a bit. Yeah. Is Adam, Adam Levine, Levine did a thi- a thingy? Did a thingy. We've moved on from saying doing a thing, and now it's doing a thingy thingy. Yeah. So Adam Levine, he's a content creator. <laughs> he invented a meme. A content uh, creator. Yeah. I, I suppose I suppose he is a content creator more so than a musician. That was that was a shade shady comment. But um, what do you what do you think about Adam Levine's music? By the way, I'm uh, I'm I'm sure sure you don't like it. Yeah. No. I have. Oh, okay. So I mean, obviously, like going back to whenever like Maroon Five had their like original hits that like were you know that was kind of cool i guess like the jazzy pop rock kind of music 
was interesting. But then, like, literally after Maroon 5's first album, every single thing that Adam Levine has done has just been, like, literally just... I think Adam Levine's voice is so obnoxious. I Like, to me, it sounds so, like, nasally and, like corny and his lyrics are horrendous i'm like shocked yeah that like i i, I know that like i don't understand of... why people like him yeah he's like he's like the, he's like the song dance monkey you know what i mean <laughs> it's just like you're just kind of shocked he really is he really is like the living yeah. embodiment of dance monkey you're that's like a perfect you should tweet that that's like a perfect that would be a good title for this episode we'll see okay there's a uh, lot of titles going around here. Adam yeah, yeah, Levine, yeah. John Mayer. Adam Levine is the living embodiment of Dance Monkey by Tony. Adam Zanon. Levine, Adam Levine and John Mayer, they're probably friends. They are. I was just gonna say that they kind of like have a similar like, they occupy a similar like place in my mind. If that makes sense, where like, I it's just people. They're kind of like no generic normie like uninteresting no, musicians. Yeah. Sorry, John Mayer. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry i don't mean it that way i just i haven't listened to music i'm sorry um anyway um yeah um i okay let's get into the actual stories that adam levine was smexing sexting um smexting uh this this one instagram model um and was like having enough with her even though he's been married to victoria's secret model not that that matters for like a decade and he's having a baby with her and what happened was he he um he sent her some dms on instagram basically saying like i want to name my unborn child after you like is that okay which is such an insane question to ask someone i think um but Anyway, so those DMs got got leaked or I'm not sure if they got leaked or if she, I think she actually posted them herself to get ahead of the news because apparently some of her friends were going to leak it and she wanted to get ahead of the tabloids. Those some of those uh, DMs included him sexting her and the sex were I mean, they were pretty cringe, but they weren't they actually weren't as bad as I would have expected from someone like Adam Levine. Um what was he saying like holy fuck your body is amazing or something like that which is like it's not that bad i in my opinion i mean it's not i don't know it's it's not creative but maybe creative no, is cringe no. i don't know like i don't know I, what I people were expecting it's... like i was expecting worse yeah yeah there's definitely worst there are way worse sects out there um than saying holy fuck you're so hot like that is just literally a very generic and like there's there's yeah. there, it, I think it's it's like just always inherently going to be embarrassing and cringe when like sexts are leaked. Yeah. Um, yeah and I think the circumstances of being famous and being married and having a baby uh, and then sexting a complete rando Instagram model, like the circumstances are incredibly cringe and just so yeah, that's a good shameful point. And, and it was pitiful. over Instagram DMs. Like, come on. Yeah. Like the circumstances are worse than the DMs themselves. Literally. That's so true. And like... Adam Levine is like, I don't know. I expected worse from him. Like, like I'm honestly disappointed. He could have given like us better content, but you know, he's, but I, I guess they're kind of boring, which is like, he's boring too. He's the kind of person who like thinks he's hot and like, and knows it. And like, that's like his entire like personality is that he like thinks he's hot. Yeah. It's a very, um, 
Which, it's a very shallow, he's very like, shallow. I don't think he's that. I I mean I don't I don't see it at all. Like, I, th- I don't, yeah no I don't I, I no. mean he's not ugly. I guess like I just don't really see the appeal of him at all. I feel like when you look into his eyes, it looks like there's just nothing going on on the I'm inside. I'm looking up pictures looks- of him again because I want to see. He look actually kind of scares me. The way bit. he looks, it, it looks like in every photo, it looks like he's trying to like make sexy eyes. Like he's trying to. He just is like, I'm photo. hot. Like I'm hot, and I know Which it. Is really, I'm so yeah. sexy, and like it seems like he's kind of compensating for for some deficiencies. Perhaps I don't know. Um, he is mm. six feet. I, I for some reason I thought he was probably really short, but okay, so he's six feet. He's really. I don't think he's anything to write home about. Yeah, I guess he has like. A, a, a like fit body and has the tattoos and like makes sexy music i don't think it's sexy but you know what i mean like normies probably find him hot but yeah no. it's really fu- it's really funny because i feel like the, these sects just kind of contribute to the like my theory that he's just like a robot like he's just literally mm. just like that's the l- most yeah gen- that's like so ai generated because it's just like yeah. the most like generic kind of sext He's like an AI generated idea of what like sexy is supposed to be. And then like these are AI generated sexting and his music is like AI generated sexting. Like that's so true. It's very, it's very, it's a very sad thingy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. It sucks for the wife who's like, and who's pregnant. I think that she has to like kind of deal with this, this media attention and like now like it's kind of humiliating for her, I think. Like, not, it shouldn't, I mean, like, I don't judge her at all. I feel sorry for her, but, like, that must be really difficult to be, to be dealing with right now. Oh, my goodness. Hold on, Sophie. I found this funny, Mm. funny ass, funny ass photo. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. You can, you can post it as a meme. If you don't want to post it, I probably will because I think it's really funny. Um, It's a, it's a brainy image quote. You know, those, like, quote images. Yes, yes, yes. It says, it says, I don't date my girlfriend because she's a model. I date her because I love her. <laughs> it's like oh so so romantic. Wait, oh, can you post you... it? Because I can you post it? Yeah, I'll post it. I'll post it. Because I think it would make uh, more sense if you posted it. That's yeah, you're mean. actually you're right. That's right. Yeah, that makes sense because um, I, you're my girlfriend and I date you because I love you, not oh, because you're a model. Thank you. So, I'm not a model, so see there we go. see John Mayer and Adam Levine. This is. How this you is do real it. love, guys. This is this is, this is real love. This, this is how is you do real. it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Our our sexting is way more interesting. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. True. 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 Um. Yeah. Just it's just cringe. It's just very cringe of him, and he's already cringe. But I wish it were. Don't you wish it, they were a little more cringe? It would have been yes. fired. Like, remember, you know, this this situation reminds me, it's like a way, like, watered down, like, spiceless, boring version of the Army Hammer DMs. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. those yeah, were I mean, so insane. Like, yeah, that it's, was it's, a trip. Yeah. That was cool. That was awesome. Yeah, it was I mean, good. not 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 because of the sexting, but because it was like good content. You it know? was yeah, it, like was, this- it was it was fat from a like a you know selfish perspective. Yeah. Who like as someone because you know one of my biggest hobbies is like, and I think Joan of Arc like kind of fulfills this this outlet is like I love pop culture. I love pop culture a lot. Um, and like this sort of thing is just like a gold mine for someone who likes that kind of thing. So 
um, the the uh, Army Hammer situation. So that was very entertaining. It was really disturbing. Um, but you know, those sects were the most insane sects I'd ever ever seen because they involved cannibalism and like murder. That's like that's like our sexting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our sexting is epic among us it involves it involves murder it involves among us it involves trapezoids it's oh got the whole god. thing going on oh my god yeah the thing is it's like this adam levine these sex are so boring that like it's kind of i'm kind of mad that people turned it into a meme because it's like come on none yeah. of these memes are funny it's just like they i just did take post like, one i feel bad i posted one i posted one that was like but it was a bjork version and a follower sent it to me it was like bjork is referencing okay, well, another meme Okay, yours was funny. Yours was funny. Well, it, but, it was not OC, but I it was like, there's a meme, there's like a really funny like edited tweet where Bjork is like replying like in a quote treat, quote retreat. Um, and the tweet was like, who is the sexiest like cartoon character or like, I don't know, something like that. And it was like in all caps and she was saying, the secret life of pets, period. And it's just a really funny tweet. Um. So, like, um, that was referencing that because this one, it's, like, a picture of the dog from that, like, kids movie or whatever. And she was, like, holy fuck, your body is amazing or whatever. She said, I don't remember, you know. Like, so it was just, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. A follower said no, I to me, it. I like I to follow. It. I like to po- repost follower content as I really you took a bad it. meme. You, you took a bad meme and made it good. Thank so, you. That's my. That's yeah, my take. Yeah, I'm. I'm agree though. I'm not a big fan of the format. It's. I, it's I gonna die. It, it's. It's probably meme, already dead. Actually, meme, it, it is already dead. I think meme formats are so short lived now. Yeah, and I frankly see a lot of this meme getting big, literally because I think most people just really don't like Adam Levine, and if there's an opportunity to like, that's literally like, me with Taylor Swift con- and Haley yeah, like, Styles. Yeah, if there's no an opportunity to, to no like, offense to Swifties, but offense to the Harrys, sorry, Harry Styles fans. Yes. So if there's an opportunity to to like expose Adam Levine being cringe and a meme, then I think people are going to take it just because it's like Adam Levine sucks and it's good nice point. to dunk on It's a good people. point. But on the other hand, I most of the content like outside of like my Instagram community of shitposting is like more serious where they're like sort of saying like, damn, Adam Levine's an asshole for this. Damn, I, my expectations of Adam Levine were so high, and you really—I know it's like really, you guys, like what? Yeah, like he looks you like he's, this guy to be loyal. Exactly, he literally looks like the living embodiment of like cheating. He looks like yeah, he looks like the type of dude that would try to sleep with your girlfriend or wife, and then if he succeeds, would be proud of himself because he's a shallow person who doesn't have anything else to like be proud of. So yeah. he like he, he like lives to like. Like he he's someone who thinks having like a high body count is epic or something. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like mm-hmm. he he's he pro- he probably he probably likes Andrew Tate. You know what I mean? He yeah, probably he probably true. likes Andrew Tate. He probably does. He probably does. So yeah. So like, it's not a surprise. It's not that interesting. Um, I'm not that like fascinated by this drama. I mean, if it's a it's a it's a little bit of fun, but. I want more, so I want more. Next I time, agree. let's do something a little more interesting. Exactly. Trapezoids, trapezoid, pie, sexting leaked from Punk Revolution now and Jonah Barker. Oh, no. Maybe we can do that. Maybe <laughs> That'd we be can a good meme. Le- let's do that, actually. That'd be really let's leak. Can we, can we leak some of our, our, our trapezoid sexts to yeah, Taylor Lorenz? Oh, my God. Okay. 
Yeah, we, All right. we're on the case. Okay. All righty. So next story. Next? What's on next is we're going to be talking... We're going to be talking about some epic um, nuclear threats made oh, this past great. week. Yeah, regarding uh, Vladimir Putin making some nuclear threats. Uh, I feel like, Sophie, you and I haven't talked at all about the situation in Ukraine, probably because it's literally such a huge Pandora's box to open. Yeah. It's like, it's like a conflict that goes back to like 2014 and beforehand. And, you know, mm. it's I a, mean, yeah, it's a, I mean, you can... Even yeah. keep going further back. We could, we could, yeah, we could do a whole podcast show dedicated to the war and not be able to cover everything. But this one is a spicy topic. It's literally a nuclear threat, um, and that's always spicy. But I, I, this one's getting, I think, a little bit more attention than some of the previous nuclear threats because it feels like there's a little bit more weight to it. And well, I mean, we like spicy topics. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just go ahead and I'm actually going to read directly the transcript from Vladimir Putin's speech where he kind of gets the, the nuclear stuff going. So you can, you can hear with your own two ears and kind of assess what you uh, think of this. Um, hold on one second. Let me get it open. Mm-hmm. Washington, London, and Brussels are openly... This is, by the way, this is Putin speaking. Oh, my God. Washington, yeah, Washington, London, and Brussels are openly encouraging Kiev to move the hostilities to our territory. They openly say that Russia must be defeated on the battleground by any means and subsequently deprived of political, economic, and cultural and any other sovereignty and ransacked. They have even resorted to the nuclear blackmail. I am referring not only to the Western-encouraged shelling of the Zaporozhye—that's a, a Ukrainian hard word to pronounce—the Zaporozhye nuclear plant, which poses a threat of nuclear disaster, but also to the statements made by some high-ranking representatives of the leading NATO countries on the possibility and admiss admissibility of using weapons of mass destruction, nuclear weapons against Russia. I would like to remind those who make such statements regarding Russia that our country has different types of weapons as well, and some of them are more modern than the weapons NATO countries have in the event of a threat to the territorial integrity of our country and to defend Russia and our people. We will certainly make use of all weapon systems available. This is not a bluff. So... Jeez. Yeah, to kind of decode this a little bit, Putin is saying that NATO, which is the North Atlantic, what is that? What is trade, that uh, trade organization? No. It's not? North Atlantic, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Oh, uh, it's all good. It's that a, it's a defense. Yeah, it's a de yeah. defense. Um, I guess yeah. I was thinking of NAFTA. Yeah, you were probably thinking of NAFTA, which is a trade trade pact yeah nato is a political is a very it's a it's a political like defense alliance yeah it's basically thingy. if you if you join nato and someone attacks you then everybody in nato has to like come to the defense of the person who is attacked yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh one of the like big talking points for because it's very confusing why the heck this war started one of the big talking points of putin for getting this war started was that he felt that Ukraine possibly joining NATO was a sign that NATO countries, in including the United States, were trying to ultimately like topple the you know Russia's government or something like that. It, it really doesn't make sense because yeah. NATO actually 
NATO doesn't want Ukraine to join NATO. Like NATO, like Ukraine was saying, please let us join NATO. We want the defense to protect us from Russia. And NATO said, we don't want to defend you because um, there's a very high threat of Russia attacking you. And if they attack you, we don't want to be obligated to protect you. So the the idea that NATO is like trying to invade Ukraine and then use Ukraine to topple Russia, it's all like extremely, like extremely, I mean, okay, so let, let me just take it back. that's the intention of NATO to no, it's, topple uh, yeah. the Russian government. I mean, maybe well, that's what they want, but the, there's just no way they can achieve that. So like, they're not going to do it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to, yeah, we I think, maybe, uh, I you know, know, we, well, NATO was actually, um, like started, like it was like, um, started during the cold war, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a way to like protect, you know, Western Europe from, yeah. from, you know, so it, it did have, or yeah, from like the Soviet union. So it did have origins as like a specific, um, organization to defend Europe from the Soviet union. Right, right, right. But, uh, it, I but feel obviously like it's more like emphasis on defense rather than, um, offense, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like we can, we can like, you know, we can kind of peel this back and forth all day about like trying like i've tried very very hard many times to give putin the benefit of the doubt and say well maybe he has like i've tried i've tried i'm like okay well you know maybe he's got maybe he's got some you know the the, it's not like nato's perfect it's not like there you know so maybe there's some other side of the story but i mean this is just such blatant lying here saying that like washington and london and brussels are encouraging kiev to attack Russian territory is like complete horseshit. Like, if, if you don't remember when the invasion started, the United States offered Zelensky a helicopter to fly out of there because they were basically ready just to let Russia completely take Ukraine. They didn't want to have to deal with this. And then Zelensky was like, actually, no, please send us weapons and stuff. And then um, somehow, <sighs> anyways, before I go rehash the whole story, I want to talk about the nuclear threat. The reason why. People are a little bit more scared about this nuclear threat, even though it's not the first time Putin has referred to nuclear weapons since this conflict, this this war started in, in February, is because the traditional kind of game theory idea of when would... Yes, epic game, like, you know, Among Us. That's just a theory. The traditional, the traditional kind of game theory understanding of when someone is going to nu- use a nuke is only when they're, like, literally in, like, extreme desperation and are straight-up suicidal. Because if you if you use a nuke, then you've complete Everyone in every single country in the world is going to, like, hate you because you literally possibly just ended the entire world. Chances are you're going to get nuked back. Like, using a nuke is just... Su- completely suicidal suicide so people, for, and like yeah. death to all basically like yeah yeah like as in if one nuke goes off there's a very good chance we see retaliation that basically ends with every city being nuked in the world the uh mutually dis- uh, assured destruction exactly. concept yeah and the reason why this one is a little bit scarier is because it's actually starting to look like vladimir putin is kind of getting himself into Situ- he's very cor- he's cornered right now please, he's cornered God, no, like please. this is imba- this is very embarrassing you know he's russia has always always flexed their big ass military that's true they inv- they invade with a hundred thousand troops Red to Army. try to at- they yeah they freaking destroyed the nazis yeah exactly and that's kind of part of you know what another kind of talking point they try to use to legitimate legitimize this uh invasion is- that's that's really interesting because like yeah, that's that's um, a fascinating 
it is fascinating it is fa- it is very fascinating take that doesn't seem uh yeah it, it's very fast it's, it's very fascinating how he takes like little little slices of like half truths and then like kind of turns it into some sort of story I but feel a lot like of the that's things like he's the art of here, every like dictator like leader yeah. like like corrupt yeah. leader basically yeah, but a lot of the things he's saying here are, like, in this speech are complete, like, complete, like, literal, like, there is, like, he's saying, like, we might have to use nukes because it sounds like Washington wants Ukraine to invade our territory. Like, no, you can't, like, you can't find anybody in the United States who's saying, hey, Literally, we should no encourage one wants Ukraine that. to. Nobody wants that. It's no a complete lie. No one wants that. Morale is super low. Yeah, you everyone wants, like, no one people in want the this world war to end. This. Exactly. So... The, I, one other thing, though, I think is worth noting is that, like, at first Russia wanted to take the entirety of Ukraine clearly by sending like all these tanks to Kiev. That completely failed, very, very uh, dramatically. It was a complete failure. So they they kind of reformed their their new goal, which is to take like eastern Ukraine, the the Donbass region. Um, right now, they, Russia controls about 15% of Ukraine's territory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do is hold referendums in the eastern Ukraine territory, which is um, obviously it's part of Ukraine. There has been conflict for a long time there about is, does that region, is that region part of Ukraine? Some people want it to be independent. Some people who live in that territory do want to actually secede to Russia. And Ukraine, I mean, sorry, Russia is going to hold referendums in the Donbass region under gunpoint, you know, at gunpoint. There's who knows if the votes are going to be even tallied accurately asking the people who live in that region. Do you want to be a part of Ukraine or do you want to be a part of Russia? Obviously, the vote is going to come in saying that they want to be a part of Russia. And then Russia is going to say, "Okay, now this is our territory. And then Ukraine is going to be like, you can't just take our territory like that. You can't come in with guns and take our territory. We're going to take it back. And then that's when it gets really scary, because now we're at the point where. Russia is going to say, hey, look, Ukraine is actually attacking what we say is our territory. And therefore, uh, we said if you attack our territory, then we're going to have to use nukes. So I'm not saying that there's going to be nukes used. I think it's very, very unlikely. Uh, But just because of the, the desperation, the fact that this is like a humiliating loss, Russia is on their way to losing this war. Um... And Putin is facing a lot of conflict inside Russia because there actually is a right wing strain in Russia that is like very anti-Ukraine, thinks Ukraine is like a fake country. And I mean, you see these these mass graves in some of these uh, these Ukrainian towns and cities. I mean, there is obviously a strain of Russians who want to basically erase the Ukrainian people. Point is, is Putin is I don't know. I don't know how the fuck he's going to get out of here. And once you get cornered, that's when the nuclear button, you know, once you literally, it looks like you're, you're you, in a corner. Do you think there's any chance that, that Putin will be assassinated? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a chance. I don't, I, I wouldn't bank on it. Mm-hmm. I think, by I think whom we sh- is the question. Yeah. By whom I'm sure there's a lot of people who are, you know, the thing with Russia is just like Putin has just such an incredible grip, like just completely just, one man with all the power that like um i mean you know just kind of referring back to world war ii there was a lot of people inside the the german nazi regime who 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 were you know friends with hitler who worked closely with hitler but then tried to assassinate hitler because they they knew this is like going nowhere the war 
Exactly. And yeah. those assassination attempts didn't work. I wouldn't expect an assassination attempt on Putin to work. I What I think is just like desperately needed is like, please, for the love of God, like figure some like off ramp, you know, like if you have to give Russia like 2% of Ukraine, I mean, it's not a happy story. No one's going to be happy knowing that Russia yeah, came in with guns the, and took that's territory. The, that's the because like. I mean, at the end of the day, we're end of the, at the end of the day, we're dealing with like human life, and like yeah, it's 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 just awful because like none of us like I'm I mean I'm not involved, but really, but like no one in you like most people did not consent to this war, don't want to be in this war, and it mm-hmm. sucks that like some yeah. evil like scary man with a shit ton of power is just like defining their the rest of their life or could end their life because of this shit they have no stake in it it's evil evil. it's evil it's saying it's literally saying you give you give us ukraine the rest of the like uh, oh yeah yeah they say you 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 give us ukraine and if you try to prevent us from taking ukraine we are going to literally destroy the entire world it's just it's It's, holding come on god like do you really need this yeah god I mean, one thing that, and you know, one thing too, like, I know a lot of people are talking about this nuclear threat being particularly scary, but truthfully, I think what was the scariest nuclear threat, and I think it kind of went a little bit under people's radar, was at the the very first week of the invasion, Putin said, let us, he basically said, let us do our thing in Ukraine, you know, we're going to, we're going to take Ukraine and install a puppet state, and everybody else, stay the hell out of our business. And if you escalate, if you get, if you interfere, then you are going to see destruction like you have never seen. Oh the God, world has never I seen. I remember that. That was terrifying. Yeah. And the thing that was scary, though, is that people didn't really realize it, but Europe and America actually called his bluff. Like they, after he said that, that's when the sanctions were put in place. That's when the the foreign aid to Ukraine started going. That's when the weapons started going to Ukraine. So Putin said, "If you get involved, we're gonna we're gonna." Drop some nukes, and they're and, then, and everyone else was like, okay, and then like, yeah, got involved. They called his bluff, and literally, and that whole week, I was losing sleep. I was losing sleep mm. because people didn't realize it, but someone just threatened to use nukes, and we called his bluff. And luckily, it was a bluff, and there was no nu- nukes. But um, and I think so at this point, <laughs> I oh, I, I wouldn't be afraid. I wouldn't be afraid. I I think. Um, Kaya, would you go in the bunker with me? The the bomb. Bunker? I yeah. I'll go in the bunker with you. I live in New York City. You know what I mean? Like I'm, a, I'm, I, I'm in, I'm in New York. Like if Putin really wanted to cause some shit, you know, we would be, a t- we would absolutely be like up there as a target. Um, and I'm not, and I'm not scared at all. So if I'm not scared, I don't you think anyone else should be scared. I will go in the bunker. We'll go in the bunker. How do I make? How do I make the Ukraine Russia conflict about me? <laughs> we do a podcast episode on it. <laughs> Oh God, that's that's terrifying. I really, someone who studies history and just like has, especially Japan, and who has, you know, read a lot about the effects of of this. It's just it it breaks my heart, and it really, frankly, makes me like livid. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's kind of an eye opening lesson here. You know, I remember at the beginning of the the war, before the war, lots of people were like, "This isn't gonna, this is the not gonna happen." Invention ever. Yeah, yeah. 
it's uh it's not fun just kind of you know knowing just you know just 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 you know there's always a little small little small very small chance at any time some one asshole could just say oh fuck I want to go down in the history books a certain way, and it's not working out for me, so I'm just going to end the world. There won't be any history books if you do that, so. Yeah, but I I think there's a lot of reasons to think he wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, don't don't worry, guys. Don't worry, guys. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he, yeah, I think uh, Putin has such, like, a strong grip on, like, the Russian media that he could just completely end the war and then convince everybody in his country that he won the war. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and wouldn't need to like do any nuke stuff. That would be and much better. Yeah, exactly. And I I don't know. I think I think launching a nuke is actually kind of a kind of a hassle that does require like multiple people to kind of push the right buttons and load up the chambers and this and that and I just I don't know. I think it's it's very unlikely. Um so Anywho, I don't want to scare anybody. And in the last few minutes of the podcast... Oh, by the way, Sophie, before we move on to the next topic, do you have any last thoughts on the epic nuke stuff? No, I think we covered a lot. And you're very... You you spoke really well about it. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Um, <laughs> don't worry. We're, we're going to be okay. We're okay. going to be okay. Thank you. But the next topic is basically like a nuclear bomb already went off. Um. Beyond Meat suspends COO after a arrest for allegedly biting man's nose. This is this was Kaya's nuclear bomb. Like this, this was my nuclear bomb. Kaya's a vegan. I'm a vegan. I love soy. I love Beyond Be- <laughs> Beyond Meat, and I'm working so hard to show the world that being vegan and eating soy is not bad for your brain. Is not bad for your health. It's good for your mental health. He's not, you don't need meat to be a sane human being. He's not being feminized or anything. Like no, no. Lots of people think that soy somehow, if a man eats soy, it somehow like triggers estrogen in his body. It's not true. But if that were true, then you would know it's true because a lot of like trans women would be like very, very happy with that fact and be like celebrating and eating a lot of soy. Also, but unfortunately, like, it's not. Don't true. we all eat a lot of soy? And it's not like I don't. Yeah, it, that's no, some Alex Jones conspiracy. So like literally stupid anyway this is an insane story um i when i saw i mean when i saw the headline i screenshotted it and posted it immediately because like i love i it's just it doesn't even need to be riffed on because it's already it speaks for itself you know um the irony of course um not only is he you know (laughs) like i don't know like biting someone's nose is like very aggressive and it's it's like it's kind of like anim- cannibalistic like it is cannibalistic fa- it's like you're eating meat not only you're are you going meat. meat but you're going to human meat like the yeah, worst yeah. possible worst ever thing you could do you know yeah. um, it's like that have you seen madagascar 2 when yes. uh the lion is like running and he sees his zebra friend and he sees like his body looks like meat and he's like mm-hmm. hungry to i remember eat his i remember that so if you go vegan, and I'm a vegan, so I'm allowed to make these jokes, but you're not. Uh, if if you go vegan, you start looking around at your friends and just seeing like delicious steak because you're so hungry because you haven't had meat. <laughs> you see, you look so. at me and you just see a Brussels sprout. <laughs> yeah, and then I run to the then I run to the fridge and and, and chug down a soylent to try to like calm myself down. <laughs> oh my god, no, Kyle! Don't. I just had an idea. What okay. if we had Soylent as like an ad on this podcast, like a sponsor or something? I would Soylent if you're so listening. Fucking funny. Soylent, if you're listening, we will do ads at a very, 
very affordable price. It's going to be a huge yeah, epic bang for we your will, buck. We will push that shit because we will be dedicated to your service. All right. Anyway. Here, here's the list of advertisers I like to work with. Beyond Meat, Soylent, Legos, Nintendo, <laughs> and YouTube. Or Reddit. Reddit, actually. Reddit. Mm, okay. If any, of those, if any of those brands want to work with us, we will do it. Um, if, uh, anywho. If RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, World of Wonder, if you're listening. Um, oh, Ru- RuPaul. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the, Ru- offer yeah, RuPaul. Still, the offer still stands. Um, so. What other, what other corporations are good? Um, Amazon! <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, but Soylent is, would be my top choice, I think. I think it would be really fitting. Amazon and Soylent bring you Base News Network, the only place where you can get news. That's true. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, anywho, um, I think the story was that... So, someone... Someone's Subaru, which I think is funny because Subaru is a meme because it's it's sapphic, lol. Um, uh, uh, anyway, um, someone Subaru hit the COO's car, and the COO got out and like pu- broke the window or something. and broke into the car and like punched this guy and like bit his nose and was like going crazy. It's like it's just interesting. Like uh, you would think that like the the people involved in in beyond meat would be very like pacifist do no harm like that's pro- i mean that, i'm sure that's like their official like company philosophy right like you know like their brand that's their brand i mean they're literally making vegan meat um but like maybe i blame that's capitalism not the case. i mean it's i, blame I mean capitalism. i wonder like i wonder exactly i wonder like how what percentage of people involved in beyond meat are actually vegan or vegetarian oh a very small percentage of at this point yeah. i'm pretty sure let me see something hold on give me a second i gotta i gotta do some research real quick okay Say something. Say something. To- la, da, 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 okay, la, I got it. Da, 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 da. Okay. <sighs> crickets, kidding. literal okay. crickets. I'm just kidding. All right. Well, so. <gasps> I actually have nothing to say. I just wanted to say that Beyond Meat's a very big company, and they're making. Yeah, a ton no, of there's money. no question that not a lot of them are vegan or vegetarian. I'm sure some of them are. Like you would think for like PR reasons, the like people high up would be, or at least say they are. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or yeah. Um. And one thing that's kind of funny too is after this news dropped, the Beyond Meat stock value kind of like dropped like a decent amount as well. Like as if <laughs> I don't know. Like I kind of thought it maybe would make the the pr- the price go up because it's kind of cool. I don't know. It's kind of badass. It's like making it's vegans ba- look it's kind badass. badass. Because vegans, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a new brand of vegan where they don't eat animals, only humans. So go vegan, or at least don't, or maybe don't go vegan, but maybe support your local be- Beyond Beyond Meat Burger. COO. Guys, help needs... beyond, beyond, they're struggling right now. They fired him, which is so not cool. They should have made him the mascot. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's really messed up. It's yeah. I, I think clearly this guy has a lot of issues and um And it's not beyond help. it's not it's not beyond Meat's fault. I don't think it has anything to do with, with um It's because he's But a not COO. good PR not good PR for vegans though. Not good PR. Um, I'm gonna do my best to, t- to 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 make it good PR. You will, you will. 
Everybody, um, it's epic. Biting noses. It's based. It's punk. It's punk. So go vegan and you'll punk. become like me and start biting noses and so on. Mm. All right, Soph. I feel like we've probably hit the end of the episode, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you have any last thoughts regarding Beyond Meat or any other topico? Topica. Um, I think that um, John Mayer, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it, and it was all in good fun. John Mayer, if you're listening, I just want to say you kick ass at the guitar, and you have a beautiful voice, and <laughs> have a wonderful weekend or week or whatever your day you're listening. Because you're definitely listening to this. Because you're listening, and you listen to the end. Thank you, thank you, John Mayer, for listening to the very <laughs> thank end. You. Thank yes, you. Yes, John. All right, and give Johnny. us a DM, John. We're waiting eagerly. Mm-hmm. And hook, mm-hmm. us up with a, hook us up with a Soylent ad i know you guys are tight so exactly throw us a bone okay throw us a vegan bone john mayor please don't vote john mayor please don't be a republican yep all right well all right this has been uh base news network and i'm signing off goodbye base news network